so we actually have Rachel here again with us because we did record yesterday and it didn't save. So Kyla has a hard time with her schedule matching ours. Not she has a hard time. We all have a hard time. Yeah, now you get me instead of Kyla, which is yeah. always an upgrade. So. <laughs> and Rachel, my sister, is here with us again. Hi. Hello. I'm Kirsten. I'm Joshua. I'm Rachel. And this is the weird and suspicious. That's weird. That's suspicious. Yeah, I would. I would like you to go first. <laughs> I read ahead in the notes a little bit, just a little bit. Okay. Well, I did mine on mirrors, and like, it's about pretty much the superstitions and like ancient things that go along with mirrors. Um. <clears throat> Pretty much the biggest thing that people would associate with mirrors is, like, souls and spirits. Like, most of the articles that I read had, like, a lot to do with that in one way or another. So that was kind of, like, one thing that crossed into all of them. Um, scrying, seeing, or peeping was a practice of looking into a suitable medium in hopes of finding significant messages or visions. So pretty much they would have, like, a... It was, like, a black mirror... And they would, like, get, like, an actual medium to come, like, pretty much translate, like, these messages okay. to them. Like, visions, prophecies, stuff like that. So, do you know if there were, like, things that other people could see? Or was it just, like, a reflection of and the medium and, like, no, the people that were there? They had to have, like, an actual medium there to, like... Okay. You know what's funny? When we recorded yesterday, there was a lot of questions. And we were like, Josh would know the answer to this. <laughs> 50-50. <laughs> Mirrors creep me out, and so I don't know a, a whole lot about yeah. them. Yeah, well, they there just was, like, some alien stuff, too, that, or just, like, conspiracy things. Oh, yeah. So. This one kind of ties into the last podcast I was in, like, the shadow people thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it says shadow people or dark masses often show themselves as a dense static material in mirrors. And they don't classify them as ghosts because of their strange characteristics. So I thought that was pretty weird because... Yeah, I think because, like, ghosts are all, like, people, aren't they? Just, like, like people that have spirits. died or... Yeah. 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 And when I was, like, describing Dogs. the... Dog spirits? Dogs? Do you not think there's animal spirits? I don't know. I, I haven't seen this. I feel like well, I've heard I mean, people seeing animal spirits. And you were talking about like ghost dogs with the or somebody was talking about ghost dogs in Allegan. Oh, I was. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So yeah, never mind. I just I don't know why I don't think about it as much. You know, it's not as a common, I guess. Most dogs move on to the next life. Exactly. Most of them have had happy lives, hopefully. Um. Ketofromancy, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but there's two different like uh, descriptions of what this was. It says, in one of them, they would use the mirror to reflect the moon with the purpose of seeing the future. In the mirror, blood would reveal words, and also in Greek text, they would hang the mirror adjacent from a, like a basin of water, and they would like swing it over the basin of water. And a practitioner would pray to, like, a, a particular god, and that god would, like, give them answers in the reflection. So, but those are, I don't know what the first one's, for, like, what. I think it's weird that the blood just appears. Yeah. Like, where's the blood coming from? Yeah. Yeah. 
It didn't get much description. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it supposed to be your blood? Is it like the person's blood that's in the mirror that's helping you like see things? Well, most of this, most of the mirror stuff is, and I'll get to that more later in this, but like yeah. divination or like mm-hmm. fortune telling, which is like the practice practice of seeking knowledge of the future without with like supernatural means so i think that blood might just be like a i wish at fair i wish at like fairs a, there like was sacrifice like, or payment to yeah, see like, the future yeah i wish at fairs there was still people being like come read your fortune and it's a mirror instead of like tarot cards come read <laughs> well, your you fortune your small cut on your you hand gotta go to, you have to go to a circus for that okay or like they have um psychotic psychic medium conventions that you can go to <laughs> we'll have to go. Um, it was believed to capture and transport souls. It was believed that once the spirit has passed, the soul starts to roam, and if it encounters a mirror within the next three days, their soul would be trapped in the mirror. So during a wake or funeral, they would cover every mirror in that home. If the soul did get trapped... Sorry, guys. My nose. are loud. <laughs> I, it was believed to tarnish the mirror if that happened. So like a, weird, uh, like a mirror would get like weathered. Looking mm-hmm. or like have those weird like yeah the weird spots yeah on it. that's where that it stops there's like there's a name for it tarnished I don't know tarnished I like tarnished yeah but is there one like specifically for mirrors yeah with like the way that it looks it's like a it's like cloudy looking almost it's, <laughs> it's like and like I think in like um decor and interior designing there's a word for those kind mm. of mirrors because people are like yeah we want them old haunted mirrors. <laughs> Uh, I want a haunted mirror. So um, you know, I'm gonna get one. Might as well ensure that it's the possessed. best. The best place is to look at like antique stores. Well, if it's a mirror, I bet it is. <laughs> Usually, yeah, you gotta get it from antique stores. Probably haunted. Terrifying. Well, well, actually, some people believe that demons could escape through the mirror into the living real world. So, like that, it was like a portal into our world from their world, whatever. Um, it's also believed that if you drop a mirror and it does not break, it's good luck. And if you break one, you'll have seven years of bad luck because when you break the mirror, you break the soul trapped in it and it takes seven years for the soul to regenerate. So then again, with this whole thing. So is that only for mirrors that trapped souls or is that just like all mirrors? All mirrors. That's the superstition of if you break any mirror. So there's not a mirror that doesn't have a soul in it. Or is it like... How does that work? It's like when you're making the mirror automatically takes the people's souls that are making it? Or is it like you because like if you break the mirror, theoretically you're (gasps) You're breaking your own soul. Yeah, and that's why you get the bad luck. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't have a soul, heart. you have bad luck. Anyone who has bad luck, you don't have a soul. <laughs> For only, seven years. Only yeah. I don't know if I broke a mirror. I feel like I have. Uh, you well, know what? I'm pretty actually, unlucky. So one, one, one bro- <laughs> that one you gave me broke, and I don't know. Well, checks out your bad luck then. Oh, I'm fairly lucky, and I <laughs> avoid mirrors like Whatever, plague, my birthday's so. on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> well, not yet. Yes. Close enough. <laughs> You're like, is it like more than seven days early? Exactly seven days early. <laughs> yep. Is it the 10th? Yeah. Wait, when Wait. is St. Patrick's Day? I thought it was the 14th. No, it's 10 days away. <laughs> I was like, it can't be the 10th yet. I have to drive to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> I missed something important. 
The next one is another superstition, and it's if you put a mirror in a place where it reflects the burners of your stove, that it'll bring you wealth and prosperity. I've literally never heard of that. Better get on it. I know. That's what I'm thinking. I've never heard of that. <laughs> I, that was the first thing I ever heard of that. I'm in was the, when I was looking up stuff. Get a mirror for the kitchen. Just feel like it would have to be at a weird angle you know to what? see, I, like... Yeah, I also feel, like, why aren't these marketed? Like, kitchen mirrors, good luck. Hang it above your stove. Bring you wealth and prosperity, because... Maybe it used to be. It probably the Mirrors did. are missing a whole market. It's because they're creepy. Well, I meant, like, the mirror companies. Like, their market <laughs> needs to weird. get on stove it's mirrors. they've never even heard of it. Honestly. <laughs> Just like everybody else. <laughs> it's weird to me that there probably actually is like a company that just makes mirrors. I don't know why that's weird to me. <laughs> I worked at a company that made rear mirror mirrors for cars. Well, like in my mind, that's like car company. But who yeah. just makes like well, mirrors. mirrors for walls? That's pretty much all we made was mirrors. And we made like other stuff. But... That explains a lot. Yeah. I Oh, I did break a mirror at work. That makes sense. But also, I got laid off, but I think that was a good thing, not a bad thing. Because <laughs> you didn't have a soul anymore, so yeah. if you broke any more mirrors, it would be somebody else's problem. That's why they have to keep a rotation of people. True. They're like, oh, you broke a mirror. You're out. Oh Your bad luck begins now. <laughs> uh. <We're> being fired. <laughs> It was believed that if you put a mirror at the end of your bed, when you sleep, that the soul in the mirror would suck your soul out of your body. I, I enjoy it. That makes a lot of sense <laughs> to me. Um, she, My mirror is at the end of my bed, and I did move it last night when I went to bed. Yeah, no, you. Yeah, I, I went to a cabin on like some lake one time, or it was like a cottage. I don't know. But in the room that I was in, like, the closet doors were all mirrors. Ugh. And I, and like... I don't like mirrors because who wants to see behind them like exactly. that? Exactly. <laughs> and it's no, just, like, you. it's dark, and I was, like, a young kid, and I'm, like, I'm going to look into this mirror, and something's going to be behind me. Yeah. No. And I'll just die. Nope. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm good on that. I almost wonder if the people that are, like, designing these homes know that. Like, it did... I wonder if someone knew that and they're like, you know how to fuck with people? We're going to put make a whole wall in their bedroom mirrors. Honestly, and it's like if they're not super... Or maybe like the, the um, owners were like mean to the contractors and they're like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Narcissist. <clears throat> he was the only... Okay, first of all, he was a Greek god. He was only in love once he saw his own reflection staring... Oh, I need to stop reading my notes so like, meh. Anyways, until he saw his own reflection, and then it was said that he stared at his reflection actually for like a remainder of his life. And fell in love with himself. Yeah. And then once he passed away, a flower sprouted taking his place. Mm -hmm. was it was so next beautiful. to a body of water, and that's how he saw his reflection. I think, I don't know what flower it's called, but there is a is flower. Is there a narcissist flower? I yeah. think yeah, so. Yeah, we're named after him. Let's yeah. Google it. And well, it's talking. like the flower itself will always like lean over yeah. bodies of water yeah. like he was said to. That makes sense. 
see. Uh, um, it's white and yellow. Okay, so no one's wondering. White and yellow. Oh, they have. These ones are cute. They're orange in the center. It was said that vampires could not be seen in mirrors because they were considered to be soulless. What about gingers? Emma <laughs> 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 last Nash. <laughs> Just hold Nash up to a mirror and see if you can see him or not. Um, well, we'll actually, that, that. yeah, no, that's my next one. Yeah, so maybe, <laughs> oh. that's, maybe that's why his hair turned red. Well, it was believed to be bad luck or it could even cause death if an infant saw the reflection before they turned one. <laughs> he lost his soul, then his hair turned red. Oh, what? <laughs> I wonder if that's like. He was the... bald and he saw his, his reflection well before he got hair. Exactly. So then it started growing in. It's like, okay, before you have the hair, now you got rid of your soul because you looked into the mirror, it's going to be red. <laughs> so then is it attached to that first mirror for oh, forever? It's Lexi's mirror, I think. No. We can break it and see that if it always comes back into his soul <laughs> or his body. I feel like I feel like the downsides there are worse. Yeah, um, I was thinking we put Nash in front of it, and, and then he never it, finds him, and so then it's lost forever. Well, that's how you put only him in front of it. And then I never find my son again. Right. <laughs> Let's take this small child and break a mirror in front of him. I'm sure that'll go over great. <laughs> and see what happens. <laughs> see if there's a reaction. Um, I want to say I do love red hair. Don't come at me. I'm just joking. She's lying. She's crossing her fingers right now. And there's no evidence otherwise. Um, mirrors were used to travel. Well, allegedly, were used to travel in between other worlds. It was believed that if you put two mirrors facing each other, opposite sides of the room, that it would create a ghost portal. But it said that if you did that, then possibly. You could be lighting something. Up You're like in. It's like an invitation. Yeah, like uh, just like here. Never come leaving. Along. <laughs> Welcome to your new home. Yeah, pretty much. Before, if anyone moves out of wherever they're staying at, just we can do it right before then. Yeah. Well, if I move out, I'm pretty sure my mom is still gonna be there. I stand by what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to suck. <laughs> it was also believed that you could be tricked by the spirits into thinking that you were seeing a human, uh, okay, like, like seen... a living human or someone that, like, like somebody a, like that a family you knew? member that had passed or somebody close uh, to you or just. Or like, thinking like, did you get to where they see themselves in the mirror? Are you gonna no, get to that's that? in the Reddit thing. Okay, she read Reddit stories, um, but that's why um, uh, words. Um, have you seen Lock and Key? Is uh, that what it's called? Yes. Lock and, yeah. Do you remember when they have the mirror one? Mm-hmm. And it's the reflection, and they're like, "Come with me." Creepy. Yeah, I just feel like in in movies and cinema things they. Yeah, and I think that that's like just one of the like demons or like evil spirits will try to trick you kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so it's like, like oh, we this is. We don't have enough souls. People aren't falling for this. Exactly. They got to try something new and innovative. 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 <laughs> Words are hard. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, and that could just be like something to have you like stand in front of to, like, the mirror for longer, or like whatever. move your mirror into yeah. your bedroom if yeah. it's like yeah. your put it like, on your bed exactly. <laughs> All right, just so you always are with well, them. Ancient Chinese myth 
speech yeah what are you guys doing to me (laughs) (laughs) it's contagious ancient chinese myths feature a very specific view of mirrors known as fauna of mirrors where behind every mirror is an alternative universe full of creatures not part of this realm at one time the mirrors were open portals where both sides could cross freely but was halted by the spell that was cast by yellow emperor hongdi i don't know if i said that right the spell trapped the fauna on earth and stripped them of their powers but I didn't say, like, why he did that. <laughs> Can't collect taxes if people go to other areas. <laughs> True. I'm going to go jump into a mirror. Just kidding. I'm just paying. <laughs> All right. And then this is the last one. And this one's pretty... It's, like, the opposite of, like, one of the other mm-hmm. points of my notes. It says, in other cultures... It was thought that mirrors could capture and trap souls. Serbo-Croatian would bury mirrors with the soul trap to prevent the soul from wandering earth. Okay. I heard about that somewhere else recently. So, instead of, like, moving on, they're just like, you'll never move on. Oh, yesterday. Your soul will just... We talked about that, yeah. It was almost like... Because in the the Jewish culture, they covered the mirrors when someone died. So that the soul wouldn't be trapped. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I wonder if it's just between, like, I wonder if the um, religion that does that doesn't believe in passing over, or if it's just... Or that's the way of them to pass over. Yeah, Yeah. it's just, like... And keep them safe, or whatever, or, like, like not not wandering, or Or become, like, vengeful spirit, or something along those lines. This is a Reddit story. It says, so I sleep right in front of my mirror. I know people say that's bad because it's a portal for, for ghosts or something like that. Me. But I've never really thought that mattered. Yeah. Same. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We'll see about that. I moved it last night. (laughs) Until a few days ago. I was sleeping in my bed in an average dream when I woke up. And that's exactly how she said it. Sorry, guys. That sounded weird. Uh, I lay there in my bed for a minute when I noticed something in my mirror. It looks like my little brother. I think to myself, oh, he's in my room. Then I look over to see no one is in my room. But I look in the mirror and he's still there. I wasn't scared for some reason. Like, I know he wasn't going to hurt me. So I got up and walked out of my room like normal and never saw it again. This isn't the only time I've had that interaction with something that looked like my little brother, but wasn't him. A few months back, I made a post on this subreddit about a time I saw something that looked like my little brother watched me sleep. And when I finally got up to go to the bathroom, he was sleeping on the couch and there was no way he could have made it there without me knowing. No, this wasn't sleep paralysis. I was able to move as I pleased. Mind you, my little brother is alive and well. No, it's not his spirit or anything. I'm very skeptical, but I have a question. Are there spirits that can shape, shift, disguise themselves to look like other people? And if so, are they bad to have around? Yes, they I are. I feel like that's, that's a, ne- of course. Like, uh, if it's trying to, like, d- d- like pretend to be per- other yeah, people. Yeah, persuade you that they... Well, huh. I don't know, because, like, It's isn't, like trying to get your guard down. Yeah, that, but also... She said it, she wasn't scared. It, it didn't seem, like, threatening, and it wasn't, like, talking to her and saying, like, oh, come with me, That's whatever. even worse. But I also think that if it's, like... Like, because we talked about yesterday how, like, maybe it was, like, could be, like, a grandparent, but, like, when did we show something, like, that she would knew? I feel like grandparents aren't showing up in mirrors. I mean, maybe, but also, I feel like they just, like, show up in other ways. Out of spite, that's how I'm going to show up. Yeah. This involves me having children and living that long, but, uh... Um, <laughs> grandkids. So, but if that happens, coming back in mirrors. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Oh, I'm not thinking I'm done. about that. I figured. Okay. 
All right, my story is about Kelly Cahill. 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 I don't know how you say it. Different voice. She's an um, Australian, so they say it differently. And I got all of my information um, from her book. I listened to a podcast, but I had to change half of it. So we're not going to correct Plagiarism, of course. <clears throat> well, I deleted most of her stuff because it was wrong. Or just, like, badly written, and I was confused, and I was like, I don't know what that means. Um, so, and before all of this, she was a regular old person, housewife, like, she converted sometime in her 20s after childhood to Christianity, and she was just like, I don't, I, like, before all this, I didn't believe in aliens, I didn't care about that stuff, I didn't know enough about any of the, like, any of the stuff, I didn't follow it, she was just a regular old stay-at-home mom. And then in 1991, she lived in the suburbs of Auburn, Australia. She was nine months pregnant with her youngest, and she was about 24. She had a strange and vivid dream. So she didn't remember the dream until after the encounters, and then when she remembered them, she wrote down what happened in her dream. And this is like a quote from her book. In the dream, I found myself inside an object that appeared to be an hourglass made of flesh. I was aware that I was expected to squeeze myself through a small hole opening and into a chamber filled with liquid. I knew that I was going to be forced to go through whether I wanted to or not. Beside me, a stern female voice. <laughs> what was that? I was like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, weird. Okay. Um, beside me, a strange or a stern female voice ordered me to stop acting like a baby. <laughs> she told me that I had to do this whether I liked it or not and to stop being so immature about it. I experienced incredible humil- humiliation at being spoken to in this manner. Although I could see no one, the stern tone of a female left me with the impression that she wasn't interested in my fears or me as a person. All she seemed to hear about was that I completed the task expected of me. And she said that she felt like this was symbolic to her and like she was trying, like they were trying to like have her be reborn into another womb. And she was that's kind what of, it sounds yeah, like. I say, I feel the same. Don't be a child anymore. <laughs> go get birthed. Yeah, quit being a baby, but also go be a baby. <laughs> um, and then she was like, wow, weird dream. I'm going to tell my friend about it. And then while they were talking, and it was like her friend was over and she was talking to her and her husband, Andrew. And then they're like, wow, we hear a helicopter outside. But for some reason, only Kelly went outside to check it out. And it was about 10 to 15 meters in front of the house above the house i think i don't think it was just like in front <laughs> directly in front of the yeah, house it wasn't flying flying two inches from the ground <laughs> um and no one came out <laughs> to see what was going on i hung out for about 15 minutes and during this time none of her neighbors or anyone came out to see it two days later on october 14th she woke up on her stomach and her water had broken her nightgown was inside out and that is common in alien abductions for them to like wake up with their clothes Either missing or on in a way that they shouldn't be on. She couldn't remember going to bed, but she changed out of her clothes and went to the hospital to have her baby. She gave birth to her son October 15th, and when he was born, he had pea-sized nodules on either side of his neck, and she had them all over her body, but hers didn't go away. His did, after a little while, and hers also hurt. And they didn't go away until her first encounter in 1993. She started experiencing health problems. She had a lot of hair loss and was consistently exhausted. 
and she had a fever and aches in, mus in her muscles and bones. And the pain was so bad that she went to the hospital and she was diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome, common in alien abductions, I guess, and abdominal pain. I don't know how they're, like, <laughs> diagnose you with, you're diagnosed chronic with abdominal fatigue. pain. Oh. Like, oh, thanks. <laughs> oh. Thank you, I guess. Um, the feel doctors... like you can diagnose yourself with that. <laughs> I also have chronic fatigue. <laughs> Same. Was I abducted? We were all abducted at this point. Uh, um, that was really funny, though. One time I was telling my stepdad that we were talking, like, something about alien abductions. And he was like, who do you know that's been abducted? And I was like, two people. <laughs> um, more than most, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I guess probably more than the average person. The doctors found that her white blood cell count was high. And they were like, mm, let's take out your antibiotics. I say antibiotics here, but I definitely mean her appendix i don't know why i said that i'm sorry because like the stomach pain and your white blood count is high so um that ended up not being the problem and then her abdominal cavity was inflamed and the doctor's like wow you should have noticed this because it was a viral infection that should have made you sick weeks before you even fell ill and you should have been more sick and then they gave her antibiotics and she was better <laughs> End of story, just kidding. A couple years later, they moved out to the country near Victoria, and she converted to Christianity somewhere around this time, maybe. And then she became obsessively interested in the Bible. She spent six whole weeks in the back room of their house reading the Bible, praising God, and praying. She only came out to use a bathroom and occasionally eat, which this isn't necessarily uncommon for some religious people to, like, fast and, mm -hmm. like, praise the Lord for a really long period of time. Um... That's a long time. <laughs> yeah, that is a long time. Maybe it's not, maybe six weeks is a normal, but. <laughs> I feel like Did six days sleep? is a normal. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I feel like most of the time that's like a one day thing that like, well, maybe not. But when you're becoming a nun, I think you have to like do it for a it while. Depends. I I don't know if that's true what I just I said. I think that it's like. I feel like it might be longer. I but, think hers is more, but I think Catholic you do based. you do like drink and eat at some point between it. You just like well, she came out sometimes. <laughs> to eat um, she would take notes in the Bibles all except one, and this becomes a important part of the story. This Bible she kept in very good condition, and she also never took it out of the house. Um, in July of 1993, her third week into the six-week praying time. <laughs> That's what I wrote. <laughs> Three weeks into prayer camp. <laughs> yeah. She expressed her desire for God to be in the room, and then she felt a presence. That is when she felt a surge of energy through her chest and couldn't move or speak. She was taken back through it, through it and the energy through it was the energy of God she thought she was feeling. That didn't make sense, but I'm saying it. She felt as if she was receiving a load of data all at once being put into her brain. People who have come in contact with UFOs or aliens also say that they feel like an influx of data being put into their head, and it's hard to... Like, decipher what's yeah. going on. Like, if a bunch of people are talking to you at once. Yeah, how strange. But then she was like, yeah, my body now feels similar to, like, the shock of giving birth after that experience, which seems intense. <laughs> a lot of birth giving going on in this story. <laughs> yeah. A surge of, or this is a quote from her book. 
sorry. <laughs> um, a surge of energy washed over me, which caused my heart to race and my skin to flush and my hair to stand on end. I felt tingling sensation all over my body. That might not seem like much, but my heart was pounding and it was pounding so hard that I was on the verge of blacking out. I stayed like that for 15 minutes solid. I was unable to move, speak, or get up. I was afraid that I would have had a heart attack if I did move. During these 15 minutes, it seemed to me that something was being poured into my head like a high-speed data transmission. I couldn't hear it or I at least couldn't catch what was being transmitted, but there was no denying that that was going on. So that was quote-unquote her words for her, that experience. It's weird that she felt like it was going into her head, but that she still didn't know what it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess if you like truly had no concept of aliens, like you weren't mm-hmm. that whatever religious or not religious that like and you are that religious the, the religious alien <laughs> <laughs> but if you are that religious i can see where like it would be like um easier to like make sense of it as it being god rather than yeah, oh like, yeah that for sure i can definitely see like if you maybe have, she thought god was like telling her something and she's just like oh, couldn't you understand me? what it was yeah <laughs> um <clears throat> And then once she was done and she left the room, Andrew said that he's seen lights from sky to sky, oops, in the sky from horizon to horizon. (laughs) From sky to sky. All of the skies. (laughs) I really can't read. (laughs) Um, This is when her Bible went missing, the one that she never took out of the house and was not written in. And then on August 7th, 1993, at the age of 25, after her study time, they went to her friend Eva's to celebrate her daughter's 18th birthday. Don't know why that was important. Oh, I guess somewhere someone was like, yeah, aliens like the number 18, which I don't know how true that is. Interesting. We'll have to do more research. Someone will message us and be like, that's wrong. <laughs> um, it was about a two-hour drive, well, I think a little less, with no silent or... Uh, <laughs> With no silence. With no, no silence. silence. <laughs> Screaming the entire <laughs> way. <laughs> uh, it was completely silent. No radio or talking. The kids were at their grandparents' house. Um, I put that in there because I, I was like, where are her kids for some of these things? Um, she was gazing outside her window in the distance and saw a paddock leading to the hills where there were orange lights, about five or six lights on the craft. Um, a paddock, we've decided, was just an open area. I was going to say, I have no idea what it that word means. It says it's like a place for horses in English, but this is in Australia, so I'm like, maybe that means like literally a plate, like... I mean, a, like I feel like Australians paddock speak seems like English. That makes sense. They do speak English, but their words are different. <laughs> like, it is English, yes, you are correct. But, but like, you know, when they're talking about English. like, hey, hand me that eraser, they're like, hey, hand me that rubber. So, they're... Uh, Interchangeable. Their slings are a little different. Kind of like just Britain and America as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, in Britain, they say cunt all the fucking time. And it means the same thing, but, like, it's less serious. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they do. Oh, my God. What happens when they come here? Cunt, cunt, cunt. I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> Cannot wait. It made me decide that I'm going to say it all the time, and I don't care if people are like, ah. Oh, oh sorry. I identify from Britain. 
Um, it was surrounded by a fluorescent mist, and it was a circular shape. There was no obstructions and no buildings in the vicinity, um, just trees and the UFO. It was on the outskirts of Belgrave South. If anyone listens from Australia in the future, you'll know where that is. Hopefully we don't. Um, she had only seen the UFO for about a couple seconds and then disappeared. She took it as a sign from God and mentally asked the object not to go and wait for her to come back. When she told her husband what she saw, he made fun of her and also made fun of her at the party. And throwing it out, he's not very nice about any of this. Could you imagine, <laughs> though, if, like, your husband came in? And was just Couldn't like, like <laughs> you were having, you were having like just a party with your friends. Everyone's chilling, and your husband just comes in like <laughs> aliens out in the sky right and he's now. Like, Guess what, guys? This bitch thought she's seen an alien. Comes in from their three-week shed Jesus time. Oh, it was just hers. He wasn't Christian. And exactly, <laughs> like just her by herself wherever she he's was like, for like wacko. three weeks. Actually, no, this was later, wasn't it? This was, like, kind of right after they went to their friends. Oh, okay. So they drove out there. But same kind of... Same time frame. Yeah. I would make fun of them, too. Well, also, he was Muslim and she was Christian. So, like, a big part of this is she's, like, I think that his, like... I don't know much about their religion, to be honest. But... I feel like even Christianity doesn't lend itself too much to aliens. No, but also, it doesn't allow... I think it's, like... He pretty much didn't allow him to believe anything other than like what he already knew. So he's like, nope. That's but believe it or not, extraterrestrial and celestial are synonyms, hmm? and they use celestial a lot in the Bible. Yeah, talking about like extraterrestrial well, angels or whatever. Which I mean. Well, I mean, it's like, not a human being in, in the angels either. that like were actually the way that they were described. They're like thousands of eyes and just like a bunch of wings. They and, don't like, look human. The, at yeah, all. that's that's definitely more alien than human. Oh yeah, yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> Sorry, I keep yawning. Um. Time they left the party it. at around 11.30, and she knows this because she was waiting for him. She was, like, looking at the clock because after a little bit, he went to his other friends, and she stayed and hung out with her friend. Um, and there was no moon at that night, out that night, and she saw something within 15 kilometers of the spot that they thought was a... And she was like, oh, it's a blimp. And it had some orange lights, but as it got closer, she was like, oh, those aren't lights, those are windows. And through the windows, there is silhouettes of figures. It hovered over the trees, and the... Figures apparently looked down at them, and she was like, yo, Andrew, look. And he's like, shit's big. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. (laughs) She told him to look and that, like, look at those people. But as soon as she said that, it shot off to the left faster than anything she had ever seen. He said he saw it, but it doesn't mean it was a UFO and applied that it was the government. It was just some big shit, dude. (laughs) Obviously, it's just the government. (laughs) It's totally okay. It's just the the government, government, you crazy bitch. Exactly. (laughs) When was this? Like the 90s? Yeah, early 90s. Oh, yeah, of course the government's spying well, on us. I, That's totally fine. I'm super happy to know that Australians are also like, it's the government, like we are, you know? Oh, I'm, I think that's an all-across-the-world thing. Yeah. No one trusts the government. Um, and he he's like, I've seen it, but, like, I don't remember seeing anything. I don't think it was a UFO. I just saw some big shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. Shit was big, but that's <laughs> all I know. 
<laughs> Near a creek, there was a study. A study? Nope. There was suddenly a light in the middle of the road, and it seemed to cut off the entire road. It was de- directly in front of them, and it was blinding. She was like, hey, Andrew, can you see that? And he was like, yeah. And she's like, what the fuck are you going to do? And he's like, I'm going to keep on driving. These are not quotes. This is just me. No. I like to imagine word big. for word. <laughs> Shit's big. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. Going. I'm gonna keep going. Um, and she was like, "No way! It's way too blinding. We're gonna crash. I'm terrified." And she knew that there was a curve coming up in the road. And then, but then she's like, "Oh hell yeah! We're gonna see some aliens!" I got super excited about it. The light then seemed to vanish. Suddenly, they noticed they have slowed down from 100 kilometers, which is about 60. Yeah, to 24. Or to 40, which is 24 miles. Um, and we were suddenly in a different part of the road, but she felt calm. She thought there was somehow jumped, like, she was like, we're a lot farther than we should be. Um, especially if we're going this slow. They were supposed to be coming up also on a roundabout, but they were somehow on the other side of it. They were several hundred meters farther, and what happened to, in like a second, and they were both sluggish and disoriented. Soon they started to smell vomit, and neither of them could find where it was. But he was like, we kept driving, like, where there's vomit coming from. Neither of us threw up. Um, and she looked for it, couldn't find it. I would throw up. <laughs> oh, while licking for it, oh, she... While licking. <laughs> Did I say that? While licking it. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. <laughs> you know, the light was very blinding earlier. She couldn't the only... see it, but she didn't <laughs> the only reasonable way to look for it. Yeah, believe it or not, this is how I talk most of the time. Um, she, uh, while looking for it, she felt a pain from her stomach to her shoulders, which felt like a laparoscopic. I can't say that word. Laparoscopic? Yep. Like that thing that they get where they fill up your stomach with gas, which is what they do when they take your appendix out. Um, they arrived home about an hour later than they should have. It was 2.30, and she brought up the UFO again and was like, we are like, we should have got home like an hour to two hours ago. And he was like, no, I was driving. I would have known, like, if we drove for longer than the time it should have taken. And she's like, we left at this time. And he was like, no, we must not have. And she was like, I was looking at the clock. I know what I'm talking about. Um, and then before bed, she noticed a small red triangle under her navel, and it was an equilateral triangle. And in case no one knows what that is, it means all sides are the same length. It's like a perfect triangle. Yeah. Um, at first look, at first it looked like a burn mark, and her skin was punctured, but it didn't hurt. She also didn't know where she got it from. This night she dreamed she was sitting on the side of a field with her head in between her knees and felt sick. She felt as if she was unconscious and just woken up. She looked up and saw a UFO and creatures taking her husband away. She could only see from their elbows down because she felt like she was partially blind and she could only see within the lower half. Like whenever she looked up, she couldn't see anything and was like, I'm blind. And they were silver, silvery and had a glow to them. Their limbs were also long and lengthy and they looked anorexic. She thought that. Um, she had a feeling that the one with her husband was a female and she felt jealous. Yeah. <clears throat> like I said, these you alien... can't come back from some shit like that. If these alien I bitches, I can't even. I can't fucking know. She didn't know. She just sensed Taking that it was a female. Her man. She's like, that is mine. <laughs> we may argue, <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> and then she charged at it and she grabbed it violently and was like. That's my man's. <laughs> That's my man's. <laughs> and not to touch him. As soon as she grabbed it, though, she 
lost consciousness and then she came to a few hundred meters from the spot that she was and then she was standing over her body and at first it didn't look like human but then slowly she was like yeah this is a human and he looks dead and then down in the field there was a woman screaming at her murderous and was running towards her kelly was in shock and had no memory of doing anything aside from grabbing the being she felt like the man had meant must have meant something to this lady yelling because why is she yelling and she was like i didn't do it i didn't kill him but she was also struck with overwhelming sense of guilt and grief and she was then led away by the being and she left them because she was like i think i just killed someone what the fuck they brought her in into a small room that held literally just like a table and then the being stood in between her and the table and it was like she was like i think i killed someone like no you didn't kill anyone quote unquote we had to use your sense of morality to overcome your fear don't know what that means (laughs) we had to use your sense of morality to overcome your fear is she not afraid anymore? <laughs> she was framed for murder and was supposed to make her not feel scared? That's, that's the trick. <laughs> Are you scared of um, the dark? Be framed for murder. Cured. <laughs> Are you scared to go to jail? Well, I guess well, I don't know how you fix that one. <laughs> you, you don't have fear anymore. Um, and then she thought that the beings were, like, something familiar and that she trusted them and that she, like, recognizes them from somewhere. She had no idea from where, but she felt like they were the keeper of her soul. (laughs) (laughs) She noticed her Bible was on the table, the one that has been missing. And they told her that they're like, hey, you can come with us, but you have to leave this Bible behind. And she was like, mm. And then she was lost their trust from them completely. And since she didn't say anything, they're like, okay, guess guess not. Here's your Bible back. And then she woke up. And the dream was so vivid and so real. And she was like, this is crazy, Andrew. I'm going to tell you. He was sleeping in the living room by the fireplace because it August, winter is there and that time cold. Um, And then, obviously, he was like... It was a dream. No, it wasn't real. Shut up. (laughs) She tried to forget it, but couldn't. Eventually, she does, though, apparently. And then a couple days later... She forgot it. How did she write about it? Then she remembered. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy. (laughs) Just when you think. (laughs) Days later, Andrew was cleaning out the car, and he... And he was like, what was your Bible doing in the car? It was under the seat. And she was like, my Bible's been missing. And he was like, well, it got there. How'd it get there? And she's like, I don't know. I don't think the aliens the house. gave it back to and her. that's when she was like, this dream has to be fucking real. That's when they returned the Bible to me. And um, it was probably taken when she felt that powerful energy. But I think it, I don't know if she like thinks, I don't know how much she trusts them at this point. I wonder if the Bible was taken just because it's, like, the most important thing to her. Because it was the one that she kept, like, really pristine, right? Yeah. Well, and also a lot of alien abductions happen when people do become, like, obsessively religious and do, like, crazy studying terms. I don't know if they're crazy. I'm sorry if people do this. But to the average person, it seems kind of like Like that's a lot of time. Yeah. Like a born-and-grown Christian type. Do you think aliens are trying to, like, figure out if there's a god by, like, scanning We get into, we kind of get into that I apologize for jumping ahead. Oh, it's okay. Um, for the next three weeks, she tried to go through her life as normal, but her health was failing. She started spotting that night, and the bleeding continued for three weeks. 
and she invent or invented <laughs> she developed a sensitivity to light and sound and had migraines that came and went for months but she's never had them before she also lost lost 10 kilos in three weeks which is about 22 pounds which that is a lot of weight to lose in three weeks um, on August 30th, she went to the hospital with a uterine infection. She was told that this specific infection only occurs with recent pregnancy that had miscarried and left behind tissue or from surgery, which she hadn't had either of those. They gave her antibiotics again. On her way, the bleeding stopped. On September 6, 1993, Kelly had the first visitation in the night, and after this, she started sleeping with the light on because she was like, they like coming in the dark, which I guess makes sense. You see UFOs at nighttime, not mm-hmm. really. Usually, most probably most of the time she dreamed she was lying in bed and then she became aware of a presence in the room coming near her um i guess when she in her dream when she was dreaming about herself lying in bed that meant that she was gonna wake up soon i don't i don't have dreams like that um she saw someone in the room became fully alert she received a message telepathically don't be afraid afraid about don't be afraid of what is about to happen and then she felt a suction on her chest and it was draining the energy from her she felt like her chest turned into a rubber band she then became terrified as the suction got stronger and then she was shocked into again full alertness even though apparently she was a couple seconds ago opening her eyes she saw a tall black figure six inches away beside her next to the bed it was wearing a full-length hooded cloak and its face was black with big red eyes that had pronounced cheekbones and seemed skeleton-like and its face was longer than a normal human face she felt like it was a soul vampire and like it was trying to steal hers. She has never had a supernatural experience before this, so like that's the only way she wasn't like UFO. She was like vampire because I thought that she knew the aliens were her soul guardians. But after Why they tried to take now... her man, and then we're like, it's the Bible or us, bitch. She was like, it's the she was Bible. Like, ah, the aliens are of the <laughs> devil. She's like, mm, nope. <laughs> Fair, fair. Yeah. Um, and then it was projecting terror on her, and then suddenly you vanished. She got out of bed and ran to tell Andrew, and he was like, again, it's a dream. Go away. <laughs> Man, Andrew just does not move from his opinion. He doesn't. I feel after, like, the fifth or sixth time, you gotta at least, like, you gotta be like ask, or at least entertain the yeah. idea. Well, she, at this point, she convinced him to sleep in the room with her now, even though it was cold, because she was so terrified. Why can't they either both sleep in the... Wait, is it, wouldn't it be warmer sleeping with each she, other? I don't think she... I think that she's not as cold as he is. Like, I sleep with a down comforter blanket all year round. So, that's just me. Some people... And some people are like, I need a sheet, and that's it. Some people sleep with their windows open in the middle of the winter in Michigan. You know? Mm-hmm. People are weird. Yeah, that is really weird. <laughs> yeah, totally don't do that. Yeah, and then odd things started happening around the house. The TV would start going off in the middle of the night, and then she would, like, wake up to go turn it off, but before she got there, it would already be off. And then um, they had a VCR, because this is the 90s, and it would spontaneously eject tapes. And one time, it ejected one tape 10, 12 to 13 times. It would also skip over scary scenes in the movies. And then, <laughs> the aliens, watching out for those kids. The, the aliens it's like, kids didn't cover like your the eyes. scenes. Yeah. Don't know. And then electrical appliances would blow up, like the refrigerator. And then I also need to say this. I When I read stuff like that in my head, I'm like, it exploded. But I assume they mean the electrical board just... Probably, or like, crackled out. Yeah. Didn't actually blow up. But they had to replace a couple of expensive things. 
And then his car would start in the middle of the night, and he would, like, <clears throat> run out to be, like, he's trying to steal my car. And when we would get out there, there would be literally nobody out there. Um, oh, who's the crazy bitch now? Yeah. Oh. And then he got into it with the electrical company being, like, you're the reason my fucking electrical appliances are fucking up. Because, like, uh, power surge or whatever. Yeah, but only a couple of them, not all of them. Um, and then on September 16th, her and Andrew went to, um, a friend's barbecue and they were like talking about some religious stuff and then they got into UFOs and he was like, you, they're like, we don't believe in that. And he's like, you would have you seen what Kelly and I seen. Oh, so he started believing it But at this point, at this point, he told her to forget it so much that she forgot about it. And she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, no, we seen it. And she's like, I don't remember. Now he's the insane one. And then um, she was like, okay, well, like, he doesn't just lie. So, like, he must have actually seen it. But she doesn't remember. And then October 1st in 1993... Eva's again, and she was planning on staying the weekend there. She was so excited, and she was in a good mood, and it was a really good day out. But once they drove past the part where they seen it last time, she started, she felt like devastation and dread. And then she started getting, like, flashes of graphic stuff that had happened. And she was like, wow, now I remember. How the fuck could I have forgotten all of that shit? And she even remembered some of the time from, like, when they were about to drive through the light to when they woke up a couple meters. So she remembered 10 minutes of it. Not the whole time, but she remembered 10 minutes. Um, and she was supposed to go out with her friend that night. And then she was like, I'm going to stay in at your house and wait for you to get back and, like, try to put these thoughts. She didn't tell her that. But she was like, oh, I'm not feeling good. And then she was trying to I'm just gonna use your put, together, <laughs> put together what uh, Don't she remembered. Don't mind me. I'll clean up. <laughs> um, so um, this is what she remembered what i'm about to say on the night of the sightings a bright light came from the ufo in a paddock to the right sat in a low gully about 150 meters from the road and that it was like olympic-sized pool the height of about a two stories a two-story house and brightly illuminated um they pulled over and they were in awe of this and there was no moon no light and it was bigger than the one that she had seen coming to eva's apparently and this um the lights were more of like an amber, like a yellow, slow down light, like a street light. Yeah. And then uh, underneath it had like um, words. The bulbs. The, what are the one long bulbs? Fluorescent. Fluorescent. Oh, okay. Alternating fluorescent bulbs of dark and light blue. Hmm. And then it was shaped like something, but not something that we, at least I don't remember from my childhood, so I didn't write it down. Because um, I didn't understand so it. So fuck all you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if you're older than 24. Or also, like, it's Australia, so, like, I grew up in America. I'm sure the snacks and stuff were different. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Oh, it was a snack? I, I think ice cream was mentioned, but then I was like, this doesn't make sense to me. Okay. That's why like I was like, Klondike I'm not gonna... bar. I don't know. We'll pretend it's a Klondike bar. Um, a fluorescent mist surrounded it, and they got out of the car, and but she was like, I'm going to grab my purse. And when she did that, she noticed there was two cars behind them that slowed down and pulled over, too. And then... They, Are these more characters? The, there was a couple, and they were holding hands, and then she was like, oh, now me and Andrew are holding hands. Weird. And so they were approaching the UFO, and then 
a black tall figure comes from the UFO and it was very tall, thin, misshapen head, the usual. She's like, this doesn't seem quite white, right. And then she heard its thoughts saying, let's kill them. But it seemed more like an option than like a malicious thing. So I'm assuming it's like, should we kill them? <laughs> and she said their voices seemed callous, cold, and inhumane. Suddenly, <laughs> that was Rachel's head. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, And then suddenly more figures appeared, but their eyes were blazing red, more like the color of blood, and there was about 14 to 16 of them. She felt the energy and vibrational waves and horror coming from them. She screamed, They got no souls. They're evil. They're going to kill us. (laughs) They got no souls. And then the aliens charged at the groups of people, and they split up into the two groups. They glided towards them. They didn't walk. Their feet were floating, and it, it took them only a couple seconds to go 150 meters. And when they got to her, there was, like, a energy of horror, and then she heard some wind or something. And then something, she's like, something's interfering with the way my brain's working. So she doesn't know, I think with the wind, she, like, didn't know if it was real or if, like, it was, like, it was like them doing something to her like, head. Yeah. 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 And then the figure came in front of her, and she felt a blow to her stomach right in her Ugh. solar plexus. And it felt like an energy knocked her backward through the air, and she landed on her back. And with difficulty, she got up, and she was further back in the field, and she felt sick. She screamed for Andrew, but she was like, I'm blind. Andrew, I'm blind. Where are you? <laughs> she keeps going blind. Anxiety, I don't know. Uh. Um, she couldn't see... Oh, but she could still feel in here. So, and she heard Andrew telling them to let go of him, and he sounded scared. They told her husband, We mean you no harm. Out loud, not telepathically, they spoke, and their voices had no mannerisms, no accents, no characteristics to their voice. And he was like, Why the fuck did you hit Kelly? And then they were like, This is where she loses me. It's just Siri talking to them. Yeah. This is where she loses me. And the beings answered, I wouldn't harm her. I am her father. Wait, was that in reference to a child or to the girl? Like, the main character girl? Kelly, yeah. Because okay. they threw her back. And then... Oh, they're like... And then he was like, why... My they're child. like, we need you no harm. And he was like, why the fuck did you just throw her back? And then they're like, why would we do that? We're her dad. Like, I'm her father. But what if she was? No. Well. I was just like, Luke. I, I am your father. father. Yeah. Um, and then she started to scream, you aren't my father, and she's not their daughter, so and they are evil, and she hated them. That sounds real daughter-like. I yeah. hate you. You're evil. <laughs> You're Oof. not my father, and I hate you. <laughs> <clears throat> um, she said that she thinks it was more said in like a mockery tone, because when she prayed, instead of saying God, she was like, Heavenly Father, please wait for me. Oh, and so they're they like, thought she was praying to them? So, the way that she takes it is they're, like, mocking her, and they're like, haha, look, your prayer went to no, like, it didn't go to God, it went to me, and now I'm the one answering your prayer, so now I am your father, and mm-hmm. I own you, is how she felt they thought about that. Crazy. It's a lot, I feel like you feel like I feel like you feel. I feel. <laughs> uh, funny. <clears throat> um, and... Then she got sick and blacked out again. and then, But then she came to and she heard them talking to the group of people. And they're like, we are here for good. We are peaceful. We don't want to hurt you guys. Um, and then, she, but she's like, this sounds more like it was like a script that they were following. 
And then she was Hello, like, yes, we are not here to harm you. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like how I'm reading this, I guess. <laughs> and then she was like, don't believe them. They're trying to trick you, trying to deceive you. They want to steal your souls. If you're so peaceful, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this to my mind? Liars, liars. And then they asked, they're like, can someone please do something about her? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. They Can said, someone would, deal with they her, said, please? Someone, would someone please do something about her? Quote. She felt a hand on her shoulder and it disgusted her and she was enraged and she, but she still couldn't see it. But then she just started screaming into the abyss not to touch her. And like, she's like, how dare you feel like you have the right to touch me? And then she said, how dare you put terror in the hearts of these innocent people? Get out of here, you hear me? In the name of God, get out of here and go back to where you came from. And the next thing she knew, she was in the car. And she never remembered the full hour, even to this day. No, never remembers. Not that we know. She, like, falls off the face of the earth, so. And then this is also, that was the time that she got, like, the mark on her, little triangle on her belly. Mm-hmm. Um, and she felt like she had come into contact with them. Like I said, they felt familiar. She doesn't, in this time, she doesn't know why they felt familiar, but I'm like, maybe it's when you are pregnant or when you are pregnant. One of those two times checks out to me because that's when she got all those nodules Mm, all over her mm. body and was sick. And she was questioning everything that she believed in. She felt like her whole world had just turned back or turned upside down. And then... Andrew picked her up on Sunday, and she was, like, telling him what she remembered, and she was like, we stopped the car, and he was like, no, we didn't stop the car. There was no aliens. We seen the UFO, and then that was it. They just keep going back and forth on who actually believes something was happening. Yeah, Yeah. and she's like, I'm going to tell people, and he was like, you shouldn't do that. And she's like, no, I'm going to tell people, and she made her mind up. So she started calling universities, and they kept putting her through to the psych department. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine being, like, the psych department of a college, like, you're going to get a student, and they're like... Yeah, I've been seeing aliens. Yeah, do you have a UFO department in your university? It's like, yes, yes, please come in. On October 14th, 1993, five weeks after the first visitation, and she, and after she, so she had also been in contact with the ufologist at this point. I'll go more into that. And he was still sleeping in the room with her when this happened, and she was awakened by the sensation of something pulling her strongly, something pulling strongly on her ankles. It was, like, turning her body slowly so that her legs were hanging off the bed. So, I'm assuming turning her sideways. That's what Like, I'm... just pulling her, like, down into the side? Yeah. Like, turning her body, like, mm. Um, And her legs were being held out straight, and her, like, hips were, like, perched on the edge of the mattress. And her legs would be, like, parallel to the floor. And her bottom half was paralyzed, but she could slightly move the top half, and she grabbed a pillow, and she hit Andrew trying to wake him up. But, of course, obviously, he didn't wake up. When she did this, um... Just pretending to be asleep. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and then she started to fight them mentally with her brain, and eventually they let her go. And then when they let her go, she opened her eyes. I don't know why her eyes are, like, they're doing it in her dream, I guess. Um, like some Nightmare on Elm Street shit. I don't know. Um, and but she was back in the position she was, and she was like, damn, that must have just been a dream. And then she looked over and seen a tall, dark figure wearing a cloak next to her bed, and she's like, nope, that was real. And then it vanished, but she was like, it was about seven feet tall. 
And she believes that they are studying people because they want to get to know, they're like interested in our metaphysical side because they think that our life force is real and hard and measurable to them. So they're like, we just don't understand it yet. So by this, she means like an intermediate realm where the spirit and the physical meet in an active force. And she thinks that like people are abducted, like previously that are spiritual. So they're like, I'm trying to, there's a part of it that we can't see. So they're trying to like, I don't know, maybe understand why we're so religious, even though there's a whole part of it that we can't see. Mm -hmm. And then like, or maybe they're that part of it they can see, but they don't have it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they, like they know some things it, like there. And they're some like, we sort can see it, like, like, we don't have it. How? What is this? And so they just like search all of the yeah, yeah. religious people. <laughs> so she thinks that has a big part to do with it. Because it's a lot of different like types of religions too, isn't it? Like even ones that like worship different gods. Um. Yeah, I think so. It didn't yeah. say like... I don't think it's specific to Christianity. I think yeah. it's like people like, get a- extreme into any religion like that. Or, I'm not going to say then you get abducted. I'm just, but the people that get abducted, before that, get into... It's a guarantee. Yeah. If you know more than the Don't next guy... Don't become religious. No, no, no. Aliens. Become religious. Oh. And then the aliens will tell us. Oh. What they find out eventually. Yeah. And then they'll kill all of us. Yeah, well, they don't kill her, so I mean there's that. Um, what and are then, they done with her? Not yet. Um, she went to Eva's on October 23rd to stay the night, and her, her and Andrew were staying there, and it was about 4.30 a.m., and she was laying in bed, and she heard a verse, voice to say, go look underneath the car, and she was like, I'm going to sit here and pray instead, and then she had a spiritual real, realization that she felt like she was everywhere at once that happened for about 15 minutes, like an out-of-body experience, I guess, and then she fell asleep for about an hour and a half, and she woke up to a black creature leading over her. The summit was naked, and its head was near her stomach. It was tall and looked malnourished, and had a bulgy belly. And it was, again, long, lengthy limbs, misshapen, a long head. Um, its eyes were not very red. This time, they were kind of just black, and it had no genitals. So, how she can tell when it's a man or woman? I do hear this a lot, though, that when people come in contact with aliens, they are gender-neutral beings. So, that is something that's common. And then it looks like... She's just guessing, then. Plasticine, which is like a black clay. It's kind of like a satiny finish. I can hear your guys' phones on the table. (laughs) Um... Almost like black, like a satin black clay kind of. And she was like, I feel like if I touch it, it would leave an impression. Like, that's how it looked. Mm-hmm. Like a giant clay monster. Um, I said that. She didn't. She sat up and screamed. It jumped back and looked horrified. And then she was like, and then it vanished. And then she was like, it was saying something to me in my dream. And in her dream, it was saying, don't be scared. Someone is going to come and kiss you. And it was going to kiss her belly because it was leaning over her stomach, not her head. Right around the triangle is where it was at. Um, and then the next day, they were don't driving. Don't be afraid. We're going to send somebody to kiss you, but don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, it's non-consensual, but it's okay. Don't be scared. <laughs> don't worry. It was um, only a kiss. The next day, they were driving, and she was like, Hey, Andrew, they told me to look under the car. Maybe you should do that. And he was like, mm, No. <laughs> and then they heard a noise from underneath the car and the flywheel cover was hanging on by a thread don't know what that is i'll look it up later 
Um, on January 1994, she had a lucid and vivid dream, and this would be the last encounter that she had. She had a dream that the light bulb was blown out, and she was sleeping, and something was grabbing her right hand and pulling, and then she just gave in, and she woke up, and there was a being sitting next to her, and it turned its head, and then it vanished, and then when she woke, like got up the next day, the bathroom light really was gone, and then the rings that were on the hand that it was pulling were missing, and they were her mother's rings, and she never took them off. Um, and then the ufologist that she got into contact with was Bill Chalker and then John Ochat, and he was a phenomenal researcher of Australia, which is the PRA, um, and they're more well-known, so she's like, I'm going to go with these guys, and they're like, keep a journal, draw things, but we're also going to put you on book band until we get done with our research. You can't write a book about this. And she's like, cool. It took them a really long time to get all the information, I guess, but they were the first people that made her feel sane, and they, like, they're like, you're not a lunatic, we believe you, like, this isn't all that uncommon, and they made her feel comfortable. So she was like, okay, we'll go, we'll do it. And then she was like, I thought it was uncommon because I've only known of one other people to say that they were abducted, and then they were ridiculed on TV, and she's like, if I come out and say this, it's not going to be any different for me, but she did it anyways. And, um... She wanted to tell people because she felt like if they can come into your room this easily and, like, come into your dreams and shit, like, people need to know about it. You know what I mean? I guess if it's real, people should know about it, so. So, John put an ad in the paper being like, hey, if you were around this area in this night where they seen the UFO the first time, when he was like, I'm your father, um, if you were there that night and you remember seeing anything, come out, come along. And some people did, but not everyone's story, like, checked out with hers, but there was a couple people and some of them reported temporary blindness. I reported be remembering becoming conscious while sitting in a car looking for a can that they were just previously holding. So, like, the time just missing. Mm-hmm. And then some of them, women, some of the women had triangles on their navels just like her That's under their navels. And then... Especially when, like, she had the miscarriage that she didn't know about yeah. or that, yeah. like, wasn't a miscarriage. Yeah. yeah. Like... Well, and Kelly also has holes up right above her ankles, like, in her skin. And the there's, like, in interviews and stuff that, like, people are feeling them. And they're like, oh, my God, you really do? I guess these two women also had holes in there right above their uh. ankles missing. But they remember being abducted and that they were, like... They were having a procedure done on them, and they couldn't talk, but they could telepathically tell how their friend was doing. And then the people that seen this were a businessman and his girlfriend, whatever, and then her friend, which was a health professional. So, like, I think they're saying this to be like, they're good, reputable people. They're not a stay-at-home mom. They have jobs. And Andrew was like, I'm not going to talk about it. And they're like, well, his account is just as important as yours honestly yeah gotta get it together man so he backed out and they're like damn that 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 kind of puts a damper on our thesis thing and then once they were almost finished the other people were like yeah we feel like this is way too much information for the world so they also backed out but the things that they found they found um evidence of a high pressure and a triangle mark that matched what the other witnesses saw there were soil changes and magnetic anomalies that corresponded with the ufo's dimensions and there was sulfur in the area which was unusual and a chemical called pyrene pyrene i don't know doesn't say uh yeah uh, it's uh, often found in coal loads but it also shouldn't happen in that area and then there's high amounts of titanic acid wrong word tannic acid 
Titanic. Titanic acid. They thought That's it was the That's what they iceberg. were doing. <laughs> <laughs> they actually didn't even sink. It just ended up in Australia. Exactly. Um, okay. Tannic acid that should have been washed away, but it was like coated in an un- unidentified wax substance. So that's why it stayed there. So wrote all that down and the people backed out. So then their like thesis was only like 100 pages. And they're like, this isn't strong enough to like hold water. We're not going to put it out, I guess. Yeah. And then some people are like, oh, we don't know if this is real because like they're these two guys say that it is real and the stuff that they found is real but they're not releasing their information so some people think that they work for the government and they were just there to shut the shit down interesting Hmm. and she pretty much essentially falls off the face of the earth changes her name moves out of country moves back so like people can't find her um, I don't know how much money she made off, like, the book deal and doing interviews and stuff. So, like, maybe she made the money and it was fake. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to change my n- name and live my life now. None of the other witnesses come forward in the future. And her children never say anything. And they should be, like, 20 to 30 at this point. And Andrew, her and Andrew get divorced, as they probably should. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Weak foundation there. Yeah, no, <laughs> They're not really on the same page. So, yeah, that was my story. Alien abductions. Alien <laughs> abductions and mirrors. Yeah. To yeah. that. Which, yeah, tied into my other story pretty perfectly, honestly. Honestly. I don't know if I believe that she was abducted, I feel like. Yeah. Oh, my thought was, though, I did want to say this, that um, because of, like, the the miscarriage thing and then the mark on her belly and then she, like, the aliens were coming to her, I feel like they got her pregnant. And then she miscarried it. And then they were going to do it again. And it was like hearing on her belly again to see mm-hmm. like, what was going on. It's on ultrasound. Yeah. That's pretty weird. I wonder if that one, her, the one kid's an alien kid. <laughs> Maybe. Because, I mean, it said that they had like two of the nodules on his neck. Ah. Maybe that's why they never come forward. Because they're like, shit. And that's... <laughs> what if it's all of her kids? Ah. <sighs> Like he was like sterile. That's why he yeah. and Andrew got divorced. And that's know. why uh, Andrew always like chose like, to not believe fuck it. Fuck them aliens. At some point in his life, he I... found out he was always sterile, and he's like, "What are these <laughs> children?" She's like, "She's saying the man cheated on me with his aliens to make it seem less like bad." Yeah. Less to be like, like, it wasn't me. I was abducted. I couldn't have done anything. They tried to take you too. <laughs> you just didn't have what they wanted. <laughs> you just couldn't have the children. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I think that. Oh, and then I created a Twitter. It has absolutely nothing on it. So there's that. But eventually it will. And it wouldn't let me put our full name. So it is just at the weird and sus. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and then our Instagram is the weird and suspicious and email send us some tales, people, please. No one has emailed us. Sad face. Tears <laughs> all around. All the tears. Um at the weird and suspicious at gmail.com and we will read your story on the air if you want us to. And we can keep your name private if it's like something you don't want people to know. It's super scary. I don't know. Yeah. So that is it. That's weird. That's suspicious. Thank you for listening. Bye.